Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where we discuss all of our favorite films that have cocks, asses, yeah. decapitations, maybe some blood, and some cool music too. That little bullet hole that arrives in your forehead. Yeah, when the bullet hits the bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before all the brains go... Right against the back of the wall. We're so good at Foley sounds. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should look into a career as voice actors, but... <laughs> yeah, get at us. So, this week we watched... Oh, who are you? Oh, me? Yeah. They know who I am by now. I'm Ryan Snyder, and I'm here with Hi, my Ryan. co-host. I'm Mr. Gabriel Mara. Hello, everybody. Yeah, welcome, welcome back. This week we watched Phantom of the Paradise. We brought back De Palma again. De Palma cast! Yeah, coming up again. I love him. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that guy. I never realized I was, even. Really? You know, I never sought him out before. He was never really my style. That I mean, clearly he is now. But yeah. I was just never like, oh, man, you know who's great? De Palma. You know, I, I blame Scarface. Yeah, I can see that, because that's one of those, that's, like I was talking earlier when we were watching this movie, that mm-hmm. there's certain bands that are referred to as t-shirt bands. Yes. And I'll explain that. Like, when you go, like, <laughs> to, like, the beach or something, and you walk into that stupid, like, souvenir store, mm-hmm. there's always one that's, like, themed towards, like, rock and roll, man, mm-hmm. and they have, like, Ramones, Led Zeppelin, Green Day, Rolling all the, Stones, like, the, yeah, Rolling Stones, Mouth, t-shirt bands. Yeah, if you can, if you can, like, bring a band entirely down to a single logo, probably. Yeah, and that's how I feel about, like, Scarface. Scarface mm-hmm. is kind of like a t-shirt movie, almost. Yeah, basically. It's, it's, it's everything you find at Wildwood. Yeah. That I, I will. Don't get me wrong. Scarface is a good movie, but so many people just misinterpret it. I think. Yeah, Scarface is a cautionary tale. Yeah. You're not supposed to like Tony. Yeah, I mean, great performances. Don't great wrong. performance. It's, Hilarious I, performance. I, I like Scarface, Fucking but it's not. I don't even. I don't think I even have Scarface on my wall of movies. It's just like, it's not that important to me. Yeah, it's not. There's something wrong with that movie that I just don't like it. I don't think it's it's damning enough of him. It's just weird. It, yeah. It, it's also in love with Tony, which is just silliness. Yeah, I don't... Like, if the movie didn't have Push It to the Limit, maybe I'd be more into it. Okay. I love it for Push It to the Limit, but at the same time, it's like, what movie is this? Do you think it's another one of those cases that we talked about before with, like, having, like, a soundtrack that dates your film? Oh, God, yeah. That's, like, a Like, that movie does look... Like, you can example. see it's, like, 80s. Mm-hmm. Like... That movie is the 80s. Yeah. As opposed to, like... Bring it back to what we watched, Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom of the Paradise. I said numerous times that like there's people in the in Phantom of the Paradise that are dressed like you could they could be exist in today's like world. Brooklynites. Yeah. There's the like the woman behind the desk it. at this record company that our main character life. goes to, and she's like jean jacket. She just looks like a hipster chick. Mm-hmm. There's like maybe a ha- like a dozen people in this movie you can pick out, and you're like, you look like you're from 1974. Like Phoenix. Unfortunately, for weird poor man's Karen choices. Allen. Yeah. Oh, I hate her outfits in this. She looks so bad in it. Yeah, she's kind of like when she has her audition and her terrible like mom jacket and her mm-hmm. dumb hat. Yeah. Like Jessica Harper. Yeah. Great the, actress. Yeah. Great singer. Terrible outfits. Yeah. It's you heard it here first. Yeah, but I don't know. De Palma, I've gotten more into just because of like doing the podcast with you. Mm-hmm. Like, we watch Dress to Kill, and then I go back and watch this. Go to the Untouchables. I'm gonna to get to Raising Cane eventually. Yeah, we should do that for the show at some point. I is, agree. Is it, is it worth? Is it like? I've, I've only well? watched it in like snippets, mm. but it's like really like psychologically fucked up. So sure. I want to. I want to watch it like T to B. No. Tits to butt. Yeah, tits to butt. That's mm-hmm. how I want to watch this movie. Top to butt. So you want to give us a quick description of what Phantom of the Paradise is all about? Sounds good, Ryan. Phantom of the Paradise, 1974, Ryan De Palma. It is a kind of homage to Phantom of the Opera and a little bit of Dorian Gray. It's about an evil, probably, yeah, evil, evil record executive and how he steals the music from a young composer and tries to uh, start up a whole new theater and live production thing, but the composer who gets his face all fucked up by records... Um, he becomes the Phantom and tries to stop the show slash write music for the new young singer Ingenue. Very good. Darkness ensues. Darkness ensues. Uh, so you Little like... bullet holes in foreheads ensue. Yeah, all that crazy mm-hmm. shit. So you like this movie? I love this movie. I'm a big fan of this movie. Me too. Um, I haven't seen it since, uh, let's see, around 2011 or so. Um, my old writing partner, no, 2013, it's been, it hasn't been that long, that me and my old writing partner, we were working on a script, which was basically going to be the anime, um, Detroit Metal City. If you haven't seen it, it's a great, hilarious anime, 15-minute episodes, really short. Okay. Where the premise is a really milquetoast young man who just wants to sing pretty ABBA-style, like, country, like, folk pop songs. He moonlights as the most vile metal singer of all time. So, uh... 
and he hates it, but he's really, really good as a metal singer. So me and my buddy were writing a script based around that same idea, except taking it, putting it in America with uh, a Tyler the Creator stand-in kind of thing instead for really vile, hard, like, hardcore rap. Okay. So we heard about Phantom of the Paradise because we're big Edgar Wright fans, and Edgar mm-hmm. Wright like really was inspired by this to make Scott Pilgrim. And we're like, oh, that sounds awesome. Let's watch this movie about the crazy like musical adventure craziness of the Phantom of the Paradise. And I'm pretty sure I was hammered throughout it because I didn't remember a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I do remember Beef, and I remember Phoenix's songs. And I remember uh, the Phantom Mask, but this was kind of a, a whole new rewatch for me. Yeah, I actually I remember I brought this up that I had watched it like a couple weeks ago when we were recording, and I think I might have said I want to eventually do it for the show, and I'm glad we did. We did it. Yeah, we finally got to it. This is uh, yeah, I really just enjoy it. I the first time I watched it a few weeks ago, I didn't know going in that it had the Edgar Wright connections, mm-hmm. and then I you know obviously researched it. So watching it again this time with that in my head that like there's things that like influenced Edgar Wright for Scott Pilgrim yeah, it, it made it as well. yeah it made it a lot more fun mm-hmm. like the what I had said spot the influence like the uh, the different bands that come in I think that's one of the things that kind of affected him when he was filming because mm-hmm. each band kind of has their own personality yeah. and it's really cool it's something you see translated later in Scott Pilgrim where every band is very different the Sex Bombs are very different from uh, Crash and the Boys yes and you can see it like Different from the Katinaga twins and every other band that plays, and or the Juicy yeah. Fruits versus the Kiss tribute. Yeah, the uh, the Undead. Was that they're called? I think it was like the Undead and the Beach Bums were the other ones. Oh yeah, yeah, that's clever. All played by the same three dudes. Hell yeah. Yeah, which the bands are really cool, and we both agreed on this that our favorite character in this movie is Beef. Beef is it, amazing. It's awesome. It takes about like maybe forty five minutes 45 50 minutes in Mm -hmm. until you get to see him and by the way this movie's only 90 minutes it's like it's a real quick one but it it doesn't seem quick but it doesn't drag it's just really paced really well it's a musical kind of like story just wait and just watch the movie and wait until beef comes on because he shows up freaking hilarious like i want to make this comparison it's that you can tell that a character an actor is electric and performing if it's a single take, and you see them, and all your eyes are glued to them, and you watch them perform, and it's a joy. Yeah. Like, the scene, any scene of beef in it, Garrett Graham, like, my, one of my, fa- my favorite one is probably when he's trying to escape, and that's basically one long, there's not a lot of cutting that, there might not be any cuts, where Philbin's trying to get him to not leave, and the whole time, he, like, Garrett Graham just commands the screen, and you're laughing at everything he says, as opposed to, unfortunately, Jessica Harper, who I think is kind of kind of really boring in this mm-hmm. that when she has her big debut song while she's performing for Swan and she just kind of like awkwardly sashays that I'm, I'm doing it for yeah for, for I'm watching it's, it's, it's <laughs> difficult to watch yeah so she's just sashaying down the way in her dumb little hat and she's mm-hmm. singing and like you can imagine our cell phones slowly rising up in front of our faces rather than watching her whereas when beef is there you just want to you just want to live your life that is funny we actually did do that while she was doing that song because I was like yeah that's my one complaint about this movie is mm-hmm. like some of the some of the dance and song numbers go on too long mm-hmm. there's maybe two or three yeah everything else is awesome but like good point because I was just like eh there's some news I could check up on because mm-hmm. I don't really like this scene Roger so quick, quick, quick. Dead. yeah thank god uh, sorry burn in hell yeah burn in hell you motherfucker a life was lost and that's very sad I'm sure many people loved him but yeah. that being said fuck you yeah fuck you yeah so Mm-hmm. Back to the movie. Back to beef. Back to beef. But no, he's so. Fu- I can't believe he didn't have a big acting career. I mean, no one, none of them really did. Jessica yeah. Harper kind of did a little bit. She was Suspiria and some other random stuff. But beef is he's absolutely the highlight uh, of the movie. Paul Williams. Paul Williams. Paul Williams had a pretty good career as like singer songwriter. I mean, um, this was more his random fluke thing. He's a legendary songwriter. Yeah. He wrote like two of the Carpenters. He's apparently a big like soft rock like. Warrior. Didn't he? I, didn't he help with the the Muppet song too? He wrote the Rainbow Connection. Yeah, that's, that's it. him. Yeah, that's him. You know the what? How's it going? I can do it. Okay. Why are there so many nice. songs about rainbows? That's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. What's on the other side? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We should start a Muppet band, dude. Yeah, I'm totally down. We should start our own version of Dr. Teeth and Lunch <sighs> Mayhem. Who would be who would be our animal though? Oh, we don't have an animal. Oh, this is gonna be completely pointless to you listeners. Oh maybe it'll be fun. I had a and I hate talking about dreams, but this involves you, so okay. perk up the mirrors. Cool. That I had a very, very vivid dream, and I never remember my dreams, where you, me, and guests from previous episode Neil Heimsoff were a rock and roll band. 
and we were just like shredding on stage, and we were oh, killing it. Who was it. what? Um, you were the drummer. Okay. Um, Neil was a uh, lead guitar and vocals, and I think I was bass. Okay. But it was just pretty awesome. We were just I'm like, huh, this feels right. Yeah. We were just like sweaty, cool dudes jamming yeah. on things. What should we do behind the bar? Anyway? Yeah, that's kind of how we operate as like uh, bartenders. Was I'm it, setting yeah. the tempo. Mm-hmm. And Neil's got to kind of like do his thing, like leading the team, and then you're you're with I'm me, like playing support. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was in my mind. I still have a perfect image of you with your fingerless gloves and sleeveless shirt drumming. Fingerless it's gloves, dude. Odd. I do wear fingerless gloves in the winter. Hobo gloves. Awesome. I love them. I thought you were gonna say you wear fingerless gloves behind the bar. I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, Maybe they if, get real wet if, if we weren't a like 1920s bar, <laughs> if we were like a, a like 50s greaser bar, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Beef. Rock beef, and roll music. Beef. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I want to see a movie about beef. Yeah, I just want to make a whole beef story. That's he's yeah. so fucking great. Do you think it would work better as like say like a uh, like a two hour long movie, mm-hmm. or give him like uh, an eight episode mini on Netflix? Oh man. I would. I think just one movie would be perfect yeah. for him. I think that's all you need. Like just uh. his his rise in Cincinnati uh-huh. and just seeing him like. Or even better, how he's secretly a failure in Cincinnati and he goes to California to reinvent himself. Then he gets murdered. Yeah, which spoilers? He gets murdered. He gets murdered. He gets really murdered cool by way. a giant neon lightning bolt. <laughs> he's so good at like. He's a lecturer, dude. He gets, he's amazing. That you can't look away from him. He's so funny. Like you know when a, when a when an actor can command the screen just by making funny faces. Yeah. That is a great performer. Yeah. And like again, Jessica Harper, very pretty, good singing. Just, I I, I get bored looking at her in this movie. Mm-hmm. But, eh. Like beef is one Jessica of those. Harper, I think beef is the re- is like the reason like I seek out like these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Like it, he's one of those weird characters. And, like, an underground hit. Like, I try yeah. and bring up, like, these weird movies to, like, people I know that are, like, big movie people. Like, Phantom of the Paradise, never heard it, never wa- never heard of it, never watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you have to. Like, give it a chance. Like, I told you when we were wa- watching the first, like, ten minutes, my wife tapped out after, like, six. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Give it a chance. Let it, let it grow on yeah. you, like a jacket. Like, you missed beef. You missed beef. You mi- Like, if you would have... Yeah, you missed beef. What the fuck? <laughs> He's so good. It's like watching Mrs. Doubtfire and then leaving before he becomes Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's funny to see him, like, he's got, like, two personas. He's got his mm-hmm. stage persona where he's, like, this rock god, kind of like a Bowie yeah. meets uh, Elton John meets, mm-hmm. what was the other one we uh, threw Robert out? Plant. Robert Plant. And there was one other one I thought we said. Um, Bowie? Um, Iggy. Oh, Iggy Pop. Yeah, because he's, like, kind of, like, shirtless, like, yeah. sweaty kind of thing. But he's, like, he's a lot bigger than... Iggy, Iggy was like kind of like stick. Yeah, Iggy's never been. I, I can't imagine that guy ever weighed more than like one fifty. Yeah, he's really tall though. Yeah, he's a tall, like skinny, lanky man. We love you, Iggy. Yeah, love you, Iggy. But yeah, he's like got that cool like rocks, like glam rock thing yeah. on stage and then off stage. Pure he's very like a very like uh, effeminate diva. Yeah, very fake. Like there's a point in the movie where the Phantom like breaks into it, like his shower, which mm-hmm. is like a, a real psycho shout out to Hitchcock. Yeah. With the uh, stabbing at the thing, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a psycho shout out. Um. But the Phantom comes in and like threatens his life if he sings his songs, and then he's like trying to leave the the whole uh, the paradise to go home. And mm-hmm. uh, what's the guy's name? The uh, the big Philbin. Philbin. Philbin's like, where do you think you're going? He's like, I'm going to Cincinnati to, to see, see my, my mother. mother. And I'm like, so fucking dying it. laughing. Like that line's not supposed to be funny, but he makes it funny. Yeah, I think it, it's it's really it's just pure comedy it's, it's fucking great you know randomly it kind of reminds me he reminds me of Nathan Lane in the birdcage yeah yeah that he's yeah. like this ridiculous performer but he's also just, just way over the top but like yeah, yeah. but but human and charming and like you, it would have been easy to make beef just this unlikable asshole yeah but he's just he's like scared and funny yeah. I want to like, like I want to know like, who else like auditioned I'm for that speed. role like who? I know it's drug real, real, real. Yeah, he's, oh, <laughs> that's he's a guy so real, real. What's drug real? He's incredible. I wonder who else like read for this part, like, because there. I think there's a few different ways you can interpret that character. You can play mm-hmm. it like totally straight and play it like as the, uh, like, like a, a like just douchebag mm-hmm. rock guy, like you know, or you can do something outside the box and play it over the top, like Garrett Graham did, yes. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, who else is good in the Swan? Swan Paul Williams, like that. Really, what a. What an, I, I, I Which hope I you think watch is, the thing soon. Like, how was how this all put together? That Why would you pick Paul Williams, who was great, and the songs are great, 
Like, I have to wonder, was it kind of like a Warriors thing? Did they have someone else in mind to play Swan, and when he dropped out, they got Paul Williams to do it, and he was great? Are you saying because both characters are named Swan? Oh! Oh! The 80s. I watch a lot of movies. (laughs) I I wonder, like, that's such a bizarre casting choice. Hey, let's cast the writer of We've Only Just Begun by the Carpenters and the writer of The Rainbow Connection. You think maybe he was, like, just brought on as, like, Musical advisor, See, and then and then he Tom was, was like, "Wow, oh, you you yeah, have an interesting voice. You want to try and read for this role? Like, yeah. we don't really have anyone he that like we're in love very, with." He looks very. When you see him on screen, you're like, "What the fuck is this guy? He's yeah. tiny, with the most ridiculous, perfect hair." And he's got that kind of like, like seventies like Asian influence robe with the yeah. dragons on the side yeah. when he first comes in, and his first line. Mm-hmm. Uh, that when he's actually visible, yes. get this bag out of here. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Like, oh, oh yeah, you're a dick. Yeah, you're not a nice person. Yeah. That, uh, it, he's, he's so confusingly good in it. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, what was the plan? I just don't know. That, like, I would never think to cast him. Like, that would be like, like casting, like, shit. Um, you get, like, Sarah Bareilles to play Cruella de Vil. It's like, Why? why? Because she wrote the songs for the movie? Oh, it turned out Sarah Brellas is a great Cruella de Vil. Yeah. But what a weird, weird choice. Which is weird that, like, that can work that way with, like, musicians going into acting, but, like, a lot of times actors going into, like, music isn't yeah. as interesting. Kind of weird. Well, Swayze's She's Like the Wind. I love She's Like the Wind. Yeah. I love Swayze. Yeah. I miss him. R.I.P., baby. I love Swayze. Mm. Love him Donnie Darko. I don't like Donnie Darko. You don't like Donnie Darko? I'm like one of like 18 people on the planet that doesn't like Donnie Darko. To be fair, Donnie Darko, I think, is criminally overrated. I think it's a good movie. It's kind of, it's like, it's it's a cult film that's like reached like a level of like status where it's not really cult anymore. I I think also Richard, uh, what's his name? I don't know. Fucking guy. Have you seen Southland Tales? No. Uh, Southland Tales is... Good, One bad. of the worst movies I've ever seen okay. in my life. Wow. It is phenomenally, phenomenally terrible. I, it okay, let's see how bad. Which, if you were forced to watch a movie for like the next 10 years, you can only watch one of these two movies. Mm-hmm. Which would you pick? That or Batman v Superman? Oh. Ooh, yeah. God. Which is worse? I know how to push your buttons, dude. Ugh. You know, I'd have to go... I'd ha- I I never want to watch Batman v Superman again. So I'd have to watch... See, Southland Tales is at least really interesting. Richard Kelly. Okay. Southland Tales is like... Part of the problem is also like three fucking hours. It takes forever. But it's... like I Maybe we should do a whole episode on that. I, I, we did that for another show as well. But Southland Tales is fucking nonsense. I can't even begin to explain to you what the movie's about. But it stars like The Rock doing something fucking weird... John Lovitz and Amy Poehler, but all in serious roles. They're like, it's the movie's Stifler, isn't it? As like the main character, as maybe twins. It's fucking nonsense. What has Sean William Scott done lately? Not much. Goon 2. Goon 2. Mm. Is it Goon 1? No. Goon 1 is amazing. Okay. I love Goon 1. I, I've seen it on Netflix heart. like numerous times, and Dude, I'm just like, man, I guess I'll watch like Reservoir Dogs again. It's Rocky, but with skating. And it's fucking great. All right. Like, I can't recommend it enough. Okay. But to wrap up, tie a bow on Southland Tales, it's baffling, and a lot of people love this movie, like, like unironically. It's just, honestly, like, I figure that if, if I was forced to watch Southland Tales every day for the rest of my life, I would come to not, love Not for Southland the rest of your Tales. life. Like, I'm putting, like, ten years on it. Like, you gotta watch one movie. Like, you can't watch any other movie for ten years. Otherwise, we're gonna put, like, I don't know, like, syphilis in your eyes. If you I'm, watch anything else. I'm sure These I would, two movies, that's all you get. I'd Pick come one. around to loving Southland Tales because I think that's a very well-made movie by someone of a clear vision, except that vision makes no fucking sense and it makes a terrible movie. Okay. Whereas Zack Snyder doesn't know how to tell a story. Mm. But, ugh. How'd I get on this? Richard, oh, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Um, I don't think it's that great. I think when no, you're, it's, se- when like you're 17, it's, it's it like a, it's, a, it's, it's a, just a, Mad World. It's a cult movie that, like, like the the popular kid in high school is like, yo, did you see Donnie Darko? It's a cult film. The it's popular like, kid? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? Like Donnie Darko cult film? Like, I guess, yeah, maybe, but like, yeah. cult film? Like, fuck off. Like, I don't know. I don't see it as a cult film really because there's too many. There's too much like 
groundswell support around it. Like yeah. too many, like you go up to like the throw a rock and you're gonna hit someone who's seen Donnie Darko mm-hmm. and likes it. But That's like, fair. Do the same thing with uh, Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, it is oversaturation. I think what I was going, what I was getting to is that I think that if Richard Kelly had made nothing but crushingly great movies after Donnie Darko, people would be more into Donnie Darko in the sense that like people like you and I who are we're, we're film snobby that we think like I don't really think it's that great yeah. I know a lot of people who are like my favorite movie Donnie Darko yeah like, why that's like the same person who says my favorite movie is Fight Club yeah like, come on man how many movies have you seen yeah like really do you actually like movies yeah it's, it's, it's like our Tarantino test it's like what's your favorite you say Pulp Fiction you better tell me something I've never heard before or else I don't believe you yeah what's yours again oh Inglorious Bastards really by a million miles mm. god I love that movie I think it's still Kill Bill 1 for me. I, I still absolutely... I, I randomly super got in the mood to rewatch that. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, digging around on YouTube, and I found a playlist of just, like... Oh, no, I was listening to The Zombies, and I remember that in Kill Bill Volume 2, there's that weird remixed version of She's Not There by The Zombies. Mm-hmm. Ugh, fucking great. Ugh. That's one of those movies, like, I'll watch, like, clips of. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do that same thing with Inglorious Bastards. Like, yeah. that's probably number two for me out of his, but, like, mm-hmm. the one scene I really dig is when she goes to uh, Hattori Hanzo's mm-hmm. and in the attic and go through that whole scene and then it switches like one month later and she's getting the sword and the the music that he uses for it yeah the flutes uh, yeah mm-hmm. the da 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 that whole thing and then it fucking just like it rides out and she gets the sword and she's like Domo. And then uh-huh. the drums kick in. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, it's Great so movie. fucking killer. You know what I've never gotten over in that movie? That in that scene where she first convinces Hattori Hanzo to make the sword for her, and he writes Bill in the window, yeah. and she wipes it out, you can tell that was a take two because you see that the frost isn't perfect on that window. Oh, only I've you would never, notice shit like I've that. I've never been able to look past that. Really? I love Kill Bill, but I've never, I, I can't get that scene that little bit of mm-hmm. window pane that's not perfectly frosted bothers me <laughs> it really does I like how he does the eye on Bill yeah uh, uh, he's so good I, I don't think when are we gonna watch a Sonny Chiba movie so, oh, we should do that soon after, after the blacklist okay I was gonna say do you wanna do Jackie Brown for the show I actually I've never seen Jackie Brown. I've never finished it. I've never seen it, so yeah. I we I don't know why, but like that's never mentioned in like Tarantino movies. Probably because it's the yeah. one that he didn't write. Yeah. Well, he he did write it. It's just adapted. It's from adapted from uh, from uh, Elmore Leonard. Elmore Leonard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Rum so we should punch. watch Rum Punch. Yeah. We should watch that because I've never finished it. I I started watching it when I was a teenager, and the complexities of the story of Jackie Brown didn't apply to me, and I was just kind of like, I'm gonna watch From Dusk Till Dawn again. I like From Dusk. Don't get me wrong, I love From Dust Till Dawn. But then, I've, I've, like, I'm pretty sure as a grown-ass man who likes, like, artsy-fartsy movies, I will really get into Jackie Brown now. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. We could force uh, guest number two to watch it, because he doesn't, he's a, it's either that or his uh, crazy women prison movie, but mm-hmm. we could force that on him. Sure, that sounds yeah. good to me. So, um, so what else about uh, Phantom of the Paradise? Um... I, I would just urge like anyone who's listening to this to just yeah. go pick it up. Do you like up. musicals? Do you like rock music? It's fun. It's pure fun. It kind of falls in like if if I could do like a recommended like recommend like here's movies about bands to watch like mm-hmm. watch Phantom of the Paradise, watch Scott Pilgrim, yeah. watch Eddie and the Cruisers, watch let's throw in another musical that's weird. Watch Rocky Horror, of course. Yeah, very Rocky Horror. And it, it, let's see if I can think of a fifth. La like, La Land. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I love that movie. That does not fit. <laughs> it's like not a, weird at a all. A fifth weird movie, movie about bands or musicals. Hmm. Mm. I, like it. Um, I, I wanted to do this one for the show because I don't know it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. Um, Sid and Nancy. Um, Sid and Nancy might be a good one like to fit in with this. performance-based movies? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Sid and Nancy. Purple Rain. Purple Rain? All right. Purple Rain is, main, is mostly Prince performing on stage. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it was on TV for like a month after he died. That's true. I remember last year before we went to, I think it was before we went to see uh, the Oscar party. Mm. Emily and I sat around and watched like that whole movie. It's a great movie. And I was like, it's not a great movie. Like it was weird because we were like, what the fuck are we doing? Like we have this (laughs) shelf full of like awesome movies and we're watching Prince movie on fucking VH1. Hell yeah, because it's great. I was like, yeah, well it's a lazy Sunday. Yeah, screw it. It's a great musical movie. I mean, Phantom of the Paradise is. Yes, it's. Odd, like it's not. It's very, very heightened. If you want a subtle movie, this is not it. Yeah, it's, don't. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like Streets of Fire. Don't break this out on a first date. Yeah, it, it, it's, this reminds me so much of Streets of Fire. I realize, 
It's it's a. Um, I think in, in terms of tone and color and performance. I'm gonna disagree. I think I think there's more memorable characters in this than as opposed to Streets of Fire. But we I will be getting to that. Streets of Fire in two weeks. Can't so wait. So we'll we'll hold off on those arguments. Tom Cody. Tom Cody. Mm -hmm. ah. And Willem Dafoe in that amazing outfit yeah. for the sledgehammer fight. Why was there a sledgehammer fight? Because why not? Because I'll it's be coming awesome, for her. That's why. And I'm coming for you too. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be waiting. Like, wow, great dialogue. <laughs> oh, I expected more out of Walter Hill. I'm getting ahead of myself. I yep, can't do yep, it. Can't yep. do it. Okay. Yep. So, um, who would you recommend this movie to? I would recommend this movie to really. Uh, how do I say it? Like, if you like any of the movies I listed for that, like yeah. kind of like marathon. Like, if you like, if you like, if you like Grease, mm -hmm. if you like John Waters. John, yeah, I, I think if you like John Waters movies, you'll really dig mm -hmm. this. Uh, same thing with like Rocky Horror. If you like Rocky Horror, I could say this is almost like a cousin. I could see that of Rocky Horror. It's, it's yeah, it's a companion yeah. piece. It's I less suppose. sexually charged. Yeah, it's more about the drama. Yeah, because um, this is technically a tragedy. Yeah, I mean, it's it. They essentially tell you like, oh, it's uh, uh the next performance is going to be an opera. <laughs> it's about a young man who sells his soul to the devil to be a pop star. Oh, I, I really do want And that's exactly that. the plot of this yeah. fucking movie. I like William Finley is great in this as well. He's the Phantom and mm -hmm. Winslow. He's great in this. Yeah. Like, I love his performance. It's that... that it, the Palma does such a good job of subverting your expectation for him and then adding it properly. One of my favorite scenes with him is that is when that first one, after when Philbin comes for him for the music, mm -hmm. and and Winslow freaks the fuck out and smashes him through a wall because he says he's gonna make the he's gonna the music of Juicy Fruits, yeah. and it's like cool. This is a don't give my music to those greasers. Yeah, uh, yeah he flips the he's fuck. He's great in this. Yeah, now, all the performances. Really if great. he didn't find music at a young age, he mm -hmm. wouldn't be a school shooter. Yep. He's got that it's look. Faust musical. Yeah. His Coke bottle glasses. Like that's kind of a strange premise. Like I'm gonna write a musical about Faust. Like. Yeah. What a dark what choice. The, wh what the? Wow. Did you like? Did you not get hugged enough when you were a kid? <laughs> and like you just took a lot of German classes. Yeah, like it's like wow, man. Of all the stories for you to glom onto, you picked the one about the guy who sells his soul to the devil. Yeah. And he seduces a young woman. Like yeah. Gertha. Why did De Palma write this other than like oh, I'm gonna do a send off and be like, but. The way in that I'm going to do a send-up of the glam rock era is by using mm -hmm. Faust. Like, <laughs> where do you make that fucking connection? I don't know. It's great, though. Yeah, it's awesome. Who would you recommend it to, movie? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, it, it, it's in that list Anyone? of movies. That yeah. If you prove your bones to me, that if you like... like I, uh, when, uh, Since our job... We're, we're bartenders. It's our job to talk to people. Whenever someone tells me they're a movie person, I'm always like, oh, what were your favorites? And then I'll judge them like an asshole oh, yeah. what they are. And if they give me some obvious shit, like Fight Club, I'll be like, oh, okay. It, I remember you told me like the first time you were here at my apartment that like you saw the wall of movies and you're like, I judge people based on their bookshelf and movie shelves. Yeah. Basically. And I was like, I feel like I got a pretty you solid a lineup here. You have very healthy like, list there. Your, your, your shelves are filled with like solid, solid picks. Yeah. And, and I, I do the same thing nice. when people are like movie person. All right. Well, um, what do you like? Mm -hmm. what, like what's, a, what's an awesome movie to you? Yeah. And if they're like, um, like, I don't know, what's a stupid pick? They say Donnie Darko. I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to spit in their face. Um... This is one that always like people people are annoyed by. Um, I hate Boondock Saints. I think Boondock Saints is trash. And if anyone who likes it too much without liking other movies, I'm like, oh, I don't think we're gonna get along great. I like it. I think you, but you have a wide swath of movies you yeah. like. If you can appreciate, we were discussing this earlier. If you about to go back to t-shirt bands. Yeah. If the oh, that's a t-shirt movie. That's 100%. a t-shirt movie. Yeah. If you only like. Like the, all the things, only things you listen to are Led Zeppelin and Metallica and fucking Green Day, or whatever. Then I don't get it. What 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 are you doing? Don't you have? It's a big world out there. There's record yeah. stores. But listen to Hall and Oates, Whitney yeah, Houston. Exactly. Like, come on. If your favorite bands are Led Zeppelin and Wynton Marsalis and I don't know some fucking opera guy and then um, Katy Perry, I'll be like, cool. You like weird shit. You're yeah. all about it. So, you like Boondock Saints, and you also love La La Land. That means you have a wide palette. So, if someone tells me they, like, like they have to work to get me back after Boondock Saints, because I think that movie's terrible. If they open with that. Yeah, it's like, ooh. Yeah, that's not one I could really appreciate, like, uh, Boondock Saints is my favorite movie. Like, mm. eh, I, I can't, no, no. Yeah. I feel but, like The Exorcist is my favorite movie. I'm like, so that's, word, yeah, awesome. high five. That's a great choice. Like, I have such bad memories of... I once stayed at a friend's house in Florida. I don't like Florida. And, hey, Florida listeners. Um, <laughs> but 
It was, this was back, I was super hipstery. I had my blue hair. I was in a tank top the whole time. I looked gay as all hell. And I was in the, the fucking the boonies of Florida. And we were staying at my friend's place, who was, she was rooming with a bunch of bro-y dudes. Mm-hmm. And their house was beautiful. It was a beautiful home. However, they were a bunch of grody dudes where there were no pictures in frames. I'm coming off as real snooty here, but I don't fucking care, whatever. And right next to the Boondock Saints poster, put up there with duct tape on the outside of the picture, oh. was the that famous shit, what is it? Is it a Budweiser poster? Or it's just asses? It's just women's sexy butts in the yeah. Budweiser? And I'm like, guys, what the fuck? Come on. Like, you're, you're like 28. Grow up. Just, oh, they're 28? They were grown-ass fucking men. Oh, and I was yeah. gonna say my first apartment I had when I was twenty. When I moved into it, my roommates had like a giant Boondock Saints poster. It wasn't up with duct tape. It was in a frame. At least, it's and I was frames. twenty. At least frame it. But like, I can remember like the other stupid shit from being twenty, like fucking pot posters yeah. on the wall and shit. I'm like, all right, well we're twenty, <laughs> so we can do that. You're but, allowed like, to when you're a kid. Yeah. But not when you're a grown fucking man who owns his own home and treats it like like a frat house. Yeah. Gross. I, mm. Yeah. And like so, I'll like always clean up. associate. Yeah, there were beer bottles everywhere. The someone's muddy fucking motorbike was in the middle of the living room, and this was a house that was gorgeous. It was a beautiful house that like if if a, if a woman's touch, it would be a beautiful home. Yeah. Instead, it was a fucking dude layer. It smelled like ass. Mm. Fucking boondock saints. You need a woman's touch in these places. You really do. I would say like my apartment. I would like if I didn't have my wife here, it would just look like Russ Cole's apartment in True Detective. <laughs> it would just be like a sleeping bag and some murderer books. Yeah, my murder books, and then I'd have like a case on the floor that has like Jameson in it, mm-hmm. and I'd have a lawn chair and like a cooler, yep. and like just my movie surrounding mm-hmm. me to keep me company. Yep. But thank God I have yeah, posters, have posters and frames. Frame yeah. It's it's a lovely home. Yeah. Here at Sex and Violence Studios. Sex and Violence Studios with the cookie jar too. I yeah. Like the cookie jar. Yeah. My zombie you're, you're, head cookie jar. Your male nerd touch is also prominent, but yeah. in a very charming way. Yeah. There's flowers here too. Yeah. If you can if you can if you can let a plant live in your home, you're doing all right. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, so I need to make sure that someone if you prove to me you like movies and you don't just like stupid movies and only stupid movies, I would love to get everyone to watch this movie. I think it's great. Okay. Cool. I. I would agree. I, I just think there's a certain type of people. Like like mm-hmm. you said, like if you come up to me and you Fight Club or Boondock Saints is the number one movie, yeah. your favorite, then this movie's your not for you. Your next one better be something weird. You're going to be the How type of guy who, who opens, like your first word out of your mouth is going to be the first word that Swan said when you see him on screen <laughs> about us. <laughs> yeah. I just have better taste than you. Yeah, this is, if you're real super bro-y, just avoid this. It's not for you. Yeah, but if no. you're if you're kind of like, you know, nerdy, culty, like I said before, like the, one of the reasons I like doing this show is like I'm hoping to reach that one weird kid mm-hmm. in the middle of Nebraska. If you're that weird kid in the middle of Nebraska, you've Tweet never us. seen this. Just watch this movie, dude, <laughs> or chick, whoever. Like it's it's for you. Yeah, like it's for, again, this is a movie for the disenfranchised. Yeah, now again, I feel bad for talking like so kind of douchily about people's pop culture tastes, but then again, this is a punk rock movie podcast. You don't get into punk rock because you want to like what everyone likes. Yeah, and that's kind of part of the fun of being a punk is you can be snooty about people's stupid tastes. Yeah, that's that's why I like doing this. Yeah, so I can call people a douchebag for liking a stupid movie <laughs> because I like La La Land. All right. So. Well, guys, um, so... Fan Any other Paradise, final thoughts? No, I'm, I'm pretty good on it. Anything else you want to say about it? Uh, just if, through our ramblings, you sound like the person who would like this, pick it up. Go see it. Yeah. Um, if you like Edgar Wright, you'll like this. Yeah, if you like Edgar Wright. That's my, actually my final thought is how the, uh, the verbal tics mm-hmm. of Swan are pretty much Gideon's. And he has that one line that's like the same in both movies. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I'm like yeah. 90%. Where he's like, we should work together instead of working against each other. Like... I don't know what that is, that that kind of thing where it's like, Scott. Like that, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it's I weird. But yeah. All right, guys, so um, pick up Phantom of the Paradise on the Blu-ray. Shout Factory recently released it. It's tremendous. A lot of great special features. Um, we're going to go on break, if you're down with that. Yeah, we'll yeah. go on break, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk about the homework we did, and uh-huh. we'll, uh, we'll get into some other fun stuff. Cool. Listen to this ad. Hey. Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? 
Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh oh. Um, the Sith. Because yep. Uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my God! This this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. What th- I know what that's like. And surely our... you were in a car that landed in black water. Yeah, I dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman. You fought. Like this. Uh... <laughs> you... Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit gun girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run-in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise book. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff and then when you're done with that go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck to the throat area and then go ahead and give slow readers a spin go search itunes and search up the name slow readers check us out slow readers comes out every monday you can also check us out on twitter at top gallant radio all right we're back Homework. Hi, Ryan. I had homework. Yeah, how was your homework? Um, well. Oh, what was your homework? My homework was to watch Rear Window. Yes, by uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Um, it was alright. Really? That's I, it? I, I didn't, I wasn't over the moon about it. Um, yeah. It was alright. I, I don't really have, to, like, <laughs> I think it's the same way you felt about, like, the, the album I gave you mm-hmm. last time, where it's like, yeah, it's inoffensive, but, you know, yeah. it's probably not something I'd, like, watch all the time. Um, mm. I I don't I realized watching this I never watched anything with uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Stewart. I love Jimmy the way Stewart. he talks too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's geez. oh wow. <laughs> I kind of get pissed at him because he like does this whole thing where he's like, I don't want to marry that girl. She's too perfect. <laughs> it's like, dude, and she's hot. She's and she's fucking She's silly. rich, and then she comes in and she's like, she has that uh, that weird. What is it like the 1950s where they call it the transatlantic accent? Yeah. She has that going on, and it, she's but like, she says Mrs. Thorwald. It's like Mrs. Thorwald. Yeah. But that. she comes in and she's like, oh, I'm geez. totally I'm totally willing to like throw away this socialite shit and learn to like travel <laughs> the world with you. Yeah. And then he's like, Well, have you ever just lived out of a suitcase for a month? <laughs> and Stewart he's is just like com- what's that? Maybe Jimmy Stewart is Thank you. Thank you. He just like goes off on like tangents trying to like mm-hmm. get this poor girl out of his apartment so he can yeah. sit and like creep on his neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Which is, I like. Hearts and I, such. I kind of like the the whole like touch of like. Oh, there's just, different lives the going about, on. For people who don't know it. Uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart uh, kind of opens. He's uh, got his leg broken. He's been in a cast for six weeks yeah, at this point, and in a wheelchair, and he's done nothing but watch his neighbors like the whole time. Mm-hmm. And his nurse, who comes to like give him a massage every day and make him a sandwich, says it's creepy, mm-hmm. and he just ignores her and continues watching the neighbor. And then he thinks his neighbor across the way, a salesman. Mm-hmm. Uh, killed his wife and then it's just like him like looking for clues he's sending like people over there to like yeah. break into his apartment to find clues and then turns out spoilers the guy did kill his wife yeah. and he comes over to uh, kill Jimmy Stewart and then it's kind of I actually thought it was kind of cute ending because like he throws mm-hmm. him out of a window and then the movie ends with two, Jimmy's, broken, legs. two broken legs <laughs> and he's like he's just kind of like asleep in the chair mm-hmm. just chilling and, and his chick is like reading a book and then puts it down to read a fashion magazine yeah yeah, I mean it's it's an all right movie. Never I'm not sure that I'm like meant to be like a Hitchcock fan. I think you really are the guy who's like. Have you seen Psycho? Yeah. Do you like, like Psycho? I, I didn't hate it. It's hmm. it's yeah, it's not my style. All right. That's all. I think you're just like more of like the highbrow kind of guy. I'm sure like I will find an album for you that yeah. you will love, and yeah. eventually you'll find a movie for I'm me. I'll find love. this classic that uh, like I I have I have one of two that I want to give to you for next week, but I'm okay. not sure which one to do. All right. But I have an album for next week. But so um, you did, like rear window, okay, good. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, it's not a movie. Where I'm like fuck this movie. It's <laughs> it's not cruising. Um, 
It's um, it's old Hollywood. It's yeah. cool. It's very very old school. It's a, it's, a, it's. I was a, it's I was actually surprised with like how well it looked. Oh god, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's beautifully shot. It's beautifully you know, that acted. Was, that was a real. The whole street was a whole set. That wasn't. That wasn't. I was gonna ask that actually. If that yeah. was that. They recreated the apartments were all functioning. They all had running water. That's awesome. Yeah. So they, there's this whole thing. You know, it's 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 a single location movie, and it's it's beautiful. It's just courtyard and windows. I think that's probably why I don't like because I don't really like single location no. movies. That's I think why. You mentioned I, that before. Yeah, that's why I didn't like Hateful Eight by mm. Tarantino. Like I, I'm just not a fan of like I'd like to keep like the action and the energy moving forward into, okay. like, different places. So, like, having him just sit there in his stupid apartment the whole time, just like, God. And My even when somebody work. does leave the apartment, you're just, like, looking at him through, like, binoculars. Yeah. But and it's like, so God. tense when she's in the apartment. It's tense, but, like, I, I've watched more tense scenes okay. in film. Um, All right. But, yeah, I mean, it's... I'm not it's, discouraged. It's not a bad movie. You're pretty um, tough nut to crack, right? Yeah, yeah, you know me. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Coens, and mm-hmm. I thought Rear Window was like, eh, it's okay. I, I think we're trying to make, like, My Fair Lady each other. So we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. We'll we'll get there. Together eventually. as a team. Together as a team. As, as a, a sexy, sexy team. team. Yeah, I'm glad Hell we got yeah. on that team. <laughs> on the same wavelength. So let me uh, pull up what I want to have you listen to. All Last right. time I had you listen to uh, Suicide Machines, Destruction yes, by Definition. Which so I picked an album out for you by one of my favorite bands, uh, The Thermals. Um, oh, I know The Thermals. Yeah. Uh, have you ever listened to this album? A little the, bit, like now and again. Okay, so this album is called, this is their third album, it's probably like the, the highest rated one, it came out in 06, it's called The Body, The Blood, The Machine. Okay. And they are kind of um, slightly political Same. as a band. So the um, they have a they have a like a tendency to make like kind of like concepty albums, and this okay is the first that. example of that. Their first two albums are just like true like balls to the wall noise rock punk rock, and sure. they're awesome. I love noise rock. I almost picked the other album for you just based on the name. Their second album is called Fucking A. Awesome. And I love it. It's it's great, <laughs> but it's it's a lot. It turns a lot of people off because it's really just like noise rock for the first two albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will give you to uh, the description here. According to the band's official website. The album tells the story of a young couple who must flee a United States governed by fascist faux Christians. That sounds so they exactly wrote this like during like Bush the era. Tale. Yeah, they they wrote it during um, uh, Bush era, like sure. 06. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Now. Um, let me see, not reception. I want to go through the track list here for you. So there's some cool stuff on here. It's ten songs, and yeah, it's real cool. The first one opens with uh, like a church organ okay so I've showed this album to people before and they're like is this a Christian band and I'm like no it's not a Christian band like they're kind of like subverting the whole yeah, thing it's a concept so it's it's cool because like each it's like chapters in a book okay like I thought for the longest time that you could take this album mm-hmm. and kind of like reverse Scott Pilgrim it okay and like you can write like an issue of a comic based on each song I thought that would That's be cool. cool yeah I think I think it's cool I mean if you think of it like that and then they have another, the next album after this is uh, Now We Can See, which tells the story of a dying man as he's like drowning, That's which is cool. also really I cool. Like that. So it's like, yeah, I, I like mean, it a lot. I, I'm not sure where I first heard of these bands. It might have just been like in passing of like a character loves this band, but I've heard of them. Okay. I'm sure I've heard them at some point. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. If um, I remember for next week, I'll tell everyone where I know it from. Yeah, they're one of my uh, one of my favorite bands. Like I started listening to them when I was 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listen to now we can see the single from the, the album of the same name okay and i was like listen to all their like pop hits and then i went back to like album number one which i said is like just noise and it's oh it's beautiful Rad. No, I love and it. like 90 percent of people i show it to hate it uh-huh. and that's why i love it so much because it's it's really difficult to get into but the third album is a lot of people's like first foray into i can it. dig it so people we're the kind of people who play video games on hard mode first yeah we're mm-hmm. those we're those people but yeah this is like um for anyone who's gonna like bitch and argue with me, it is kind of like bubblegum pop punk kind of stuff because it's <laughs> it's real fun. It's not like angry, but there no, is I love some pop. like Don't get me wrong. yeah, it's really poppy. Um, it's not like you know Miley Cyrus of, poppy. I have but... all of Carly Rae Jepsen's albums. Oh okay, yeah, I wouldn't say I you'll like Carly this Ray. based on that, but no, no I, I love noise rock. She, what, I'm a big she, fan of, uh... What's the song that she sang? Call me maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. she. I was working in a hotel uh-huh. uh, the summer that album came out, and she came to the town where we were recording. Is she nice? Ah. Uh, Herein lies the challenge. Okay. So she stayed in our hotel, and she went to the show. Like we didn't see her at all because mm. like the bands, you know, they just want to swoop everyone in and yeah. get them up to the hotel room. I I don't care if Carly Ray Jepsen would come up and be like, hi, I'm Carly. I'm like, hi, I'm Ryan. What do you want a fucking coffee? Like Hot I don't shit. know. Like yeah. So we're cleaning out her room. Uh huh. Just 
liquor bottles and weed awesome. everywhere. Oh, I, I was like, oh my now. god, you have She's such this awesome. like nice girl persona, and you are just getting no. Fucked it's it's up. Such, so not a nice girl. But I don't want to get into a breakdown of Carly Rae Jepsen here. I am a huge fan. That her pop songs are so much more mature than everyone else's, which is why I like them so much. Okay. They're, they're much better written, and she's a much more complicated person. And she's clearly the kind of girl who chooses to write her own songs, which are 80s pop with a dark twist to them. Okay. They're awesome. Shit, I might have to like, listen to Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm, I like 80s you may pop. Not, oh, if you like 80s pop, you'll really get into her shit then. Like her... Like latest album and her and her B sides to it, I think I think are phenomenal. Dude, I referenced Whitney Houston That's earlier true. in the show. I love Come Whitney. On. Whitney's R. great. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get a chance to listen to Emotion, Carly Rae Jepsen, and the B sides, they are great. They're in constant play in my world. I think B sides off of like pop bands are oftentimes yeah. like more like they're just yeah. better. Yeah, they're songs. more inaccessible, but so they're going to be a bit more interesting. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. So uh, that pretty much wraps up the homework. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you have any movie news you want to discuss, Ryan? Uh, you want to watch a trailer on here? Is there? I don't uh, love doing that. Um, I don't. Is there any trailers that came out that you really want to watch? Not really. Uh, no. What's it called? Blade Runner came out last week. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm about excited that for Blade thing. Runner. Um, um, let's see. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything like. No, I don't like Star Trek. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing big's going on. Nothing big's going on right now. Um, it's a, it's a slow news. R.I.P. Chris Cornell. Yeah, R.I.P. He died today. Oh, we're recording this uh, on May, like mid-May, so. That's a real bummer. Yeah. Are you a big fan of his? Not really. I think he has a phenomenal voice, and I've liked... Every song of his I've liked because of his voice, but it was never the kind of... For me, he was too poppy to be grunge. I never liked grunge. I love grunge. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Alice in Chains fan, big Nirvana fan, but I just felt that he was the most polished singer, that even Lane Staley and Jeffrey Cantrell of, uh, of Alice in Chains, who were phenomenally good singers, they never presented themselves as showboaty singers like Chris Cornell who always gets to belt out like a high note in his songs which I was always kind of like it's not very grungy dude yeah but still um, I love his songs I think he's great Black Hole Sun's a great song Casino Royale song you know my name love that it's my favorite Bond opening ever that's my favorite Bond movie favorite Bond movie yeah what's your favorite Bond movie dude Casino Royale dude oh by a million miles. high five on it yeah that's, that movie is if I could only keep one Bond film that would be it cause all the rest like I don't know they're, they're well, the rest are pretty pretty dated like, if you watch, like, a bunch of the Connery ones, he straight-up rapes women in them and, like, smacks them around and everything. It's kind yeah, of he's, weird. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole in the he's first view. He's kind of a view. terrible person. Yeah. But, but hey, it's it product cool of his times. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. <sighs> I think that's about this for the show today. Yeah. Yep. I think that's about it. Uh, we're going to talk about the next few weeks. Yeah. Okay, so next week, we are doing Old Boy. Fi- Dude, I'm Finally. stoked. Yeah. I've been waiting for this for a couple of weeks. Um, it's 2005 Park Chan-wook film, director of The Handmaiden, starring Choi Min-sik. Because you had, you had originally talked about doing Old Boy and then switch something out instead of it. Oh, it was, I was going to do uh, Old Boy, but then I said do Wet Lines instead. Yeah, so that's, I that's do, what you did. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do um, Handmaiden first or Old Boy first. But because Handmaid was And that just give me a, a break from your... Yeah, from Koreans. Because I, I don't want us to be the Korean Korean New Wave podcast. Okay. So we're going to do Old Boy. And then I'm going to... I might assign you the host for homework at some point. But that's not a classic. I just think it's an amazing movie that I want to make you watch. All right. Well, but, think about what you're giving me for homework and uh, bring Old Boy next week. Or, yeah, and then following that, we're going to have... We're going to double up on guests. Double up on guests. So we're going to do... We're finally going to have Lawrence on to Mm -hmm. watch Streets of Fire with us. Hell yeah. And then afterwards, we're going to try and convince our good friend Steven to come on with us. And Mm -hmm. that's where we'll either force him to watch... um, What did I say earlier? I forget. What did I say earlier? Yeah, it was something instead of uh, Caged Heat, I think was the one we talked about. He had talked about... Huh? Raising Kane? No, No. wasn't it. There's something else. Something I talked about like half hour ago I already forgot yeah Eh, whatever our brains are mush yeah these things happen Gabriel the editor here again it was Jackie Brown Jackie Brown uh so and then after that we finally start the blacklist yeah and uh what movies did you want to do with I know we talked about it a little bit we decided to do Predator just because if if Shane Black wasn't directing the new Predator we probably would have left it by the wayside but since he is doing it and he does star in it Mm -hmm. also it's one of the best action films ever made period yeah it's awesome yeah, uh, so we'll do. We're we doing that. We're doing Monster Squad. Monster Squad. We're, we're doing gonna... Lethal Weapons one and two as a single episode. Okay. And then we are doing Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss and Kiss nice Bang guys. Bang and Nice oh, Guys. No, I want to do. Um, let's swap out either Kiss Kiss or Nice Guys for Long Kiss Goodnight. 
Okay, I'd rather lose nice guys. Let's lose nice guys. Yeah. So let's like, get... I, I, don't be wrong. Like, I, I like it. Nice I'll, 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 I have it fucking tattooed on me. Yeah, I'll, we'll do a little bit of uh, nice guys chatter during Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm... The, we'll it's do another... like, a, like a mini compare contrast. Yeah, we but can do we, I definitely want to do a Long Kiss Goodnight because that's one of the I really want to do Monster Squad. I've never seen. All right. Yeah, the only one I haven't seen is Monster Squad. I've never seen Long Kiss Goodnight. And uh, we already did Last Boy Scout. Yay! So... No need to revisit that with anybody, mm-hmm. but... Hopefully we're going to have a guest for every single one of the Black That's what we're trying episodes. to do. I know our uh, guest from last time, Neil Heimsoth, wants to do Predator. Mm-hmm. So we knew that was going to take get taken off the board fairly yeah. quickly. So he took that. And then we have a couple other people that might come back. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. So next week is going to be the last week of just you and I for quite yeah. some time. All right. So, so savor this time alone with us, listeners. Yeah. So And then July, July, you want to do like a, a marathon. Oh, I want to do a thing where um, all where we watch several movies all in a row in one day and record all throughout as well. So I think that'll be an interesting little challenge. Right. Maybe we'll save it for end of summer once we're kind of like, like chilling out. That way we'll have like four episodes in one day. So across a month, you'll hear us all across one day going slowly nuts and like cabin fever. Yeah, I'm down with that. It's going to be great. We should pick, I, 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 wanna, I don't know what we should do for that day. I was trying to think, do we pick a movie that's really heavy in sex, one really heavy in violence, one heavy punk rock? Like, only three movies. That's yeah, let's, let's do three. Do so we'll do one, one heavy music, one heavy sex, one heavy yeah. violence. Or I was going to say, we should pick three unbearable movies, and it's going to be oh, the three of us just that. going nuts because we hate these that? movies. That might be even finally being funnier. How about, the, how about the top three like movies that made us want to do this show? Oh, that'd be interesting. Because there, there are a couple, yeah. SLC Punk, Sid and Nancy, and then something else. Yeah, let's we'll, we'll think about it. We'll yeah. discuss it. Yeah, we'll Listeners, discuss. if you have any recommendations, please send us messages. On send us messages. Instagram you can t- at Sex and Violence Pod or or at the Twitter handle, which is at S as in Sex and as in Nancy B as in Violence Podcast. Sex Nancy Violence. Yeah, SNV Podcast, mm-hmm. and that'll that'll be directed to me, and then. You know, keep downloading, keep subscribing, keep telling yeah, your friends. Please, um, write a review for the show, guys. Like, it helps us more than anything to write a review for the show on iTunes or on Stitcher or whatever. Just leave a message. If you can't think of anything to write, um, just say two stars. Um, Gabriel equals gay. Yeah. Then I will take. I will take any hate reviews. We'll read them on the air. And if you happen to be in the Pennsylvania area in the eastern-ish, um, Eastern ish, the first few people okay. who write reviews, I'll buy you a drink. Yeah, I'll, I'm down with that. Yeah, we'll buy I drinks. will buy drinks. Come visit us at our workplace. Yeah, you guys are more than welcome to come in if yeah. you can come get a seat out. rather exclusive. Because we're very popular. Yeah, <laughs> huh, huh, huh. All right, so that's about it, right? Yeah, oh, you can also find me at the Gmara number four series on Twitter and uh, on Instagram at TumbleJerai with five Ys. Both of them take you to my Tumblr, which is short fiction and stories and cocktail recipes. Hmm, very nice. And you can find me sitting on my couch. Hell yeah! So... That'll be it for this week. So for Sex and Violence, I've been Ryan Snyder. I will always be Gabriel Mara. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.